It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Brandon Scott from Locked On Wizards. Today, we are going to do mid-season grades for the starters. This is going to be part one of a part two series where we're going to grade the players, coaching, front office, and the team overall. And we're going to do a Knicks preview for tomorrow night. As you know, the uh, the Wizards play the Knicks at New York City, 730. So let's definitely get into it. It's going to be short and sweet, but let's get into it, guys. You are Locked On Wizards. Your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's up, everybody? I hope everybody's doing all right. We're rolling solo tonight, but it's all right. We're going to keep it short and simple tonight. Thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. And tonight's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. So, like I said, this is going to be part one of a two part series where we're going to do midseason grades. We're going to grade the players. Like today, we're going to grade the starters, but we're going to grade the young core, bench players, uh, head coach, and front office. But today, just the starters. And then at the end, we're going to do a preview for tomorrow night, 7.30, at New York against the Knicks. So let's get into it. So the starting five that I'm going to be grading today is going to be the current starting five, which is going to be Monte Morris. Now, I know Bradley Bill's out, but the hypothetical big starting lineup, which is going to be Monte Morris, Bradley Bill, Kyle Kuzma, Christopher Zingas, and Daniel Gafford. Um, I'm going to grade them off of the core stats. Field goal percentage, three-point percentage, uh, assists, rebounds, give you a final grade, and go from there. So. Let's get into it, y'all. Um, I'm going to start out with Monte Morris. Now, Monte Morris, as you know, was acquired from Denver as, as well as Will Barton, Four-ish Smith, and KCP. Now, inheriting the, the uh, starting point guard position, he has kind of gotten better as the season has progressed. Now, looking at his stats, uh, currently he averages 10 points a game. He's shooting around 38% from his three-point line, averaging around five assists and three rebounds. So looking at Monte, now I made it known that I believe that Monte Morris is best served on the second unit as a six-man or in a bench starting role, or not, not bench starting role, as a, as, as a role position as far as uh, running the second unit at point guard. The reasons for that, well, I believe he's, un, you know, he's very small. Uh, he, going against bigger guards, uh, longer guards with length, he struggles. But offensive-wise, his shot is starting to drop. You know, he is starting to drive the lane. Now, you know, he drives the lane. He has that signature floater, that, and it works for him. He, you know, he's starting to really penetrate the lane. His three-point shot is dropping. His mid-range is dropping. So he has gotten better offensively as the season has gone by. But defensively, he can be a weak point for the defense because he is a smaller guard, and he can you know, he struggles against the faster guards, the bigger guards. So that's why I believe that he is best served on the second unit. But right for right now, being a starting point guard, I think he is doing his thing. You know, he is really settled into being a distributor, 
Like I said, he's averaging around five assists, but he's really setting up guys nice. You know, he's his assist numbers are getting better and better as the time goes by. So where do I rate Monte Morris this season so far at the midway point? I'm going to give him B. I feel like, yes, he does have uh, shortcomings when it comes to the defensive end, but on the offensive end, he has really settled into being a distributor. He's trying to drive the lane more. He's trying to pick up the pace a little bit more, and his shot is starting to drop. So I'm going to go ahead and give Monte Morris a B. And, again, I wanted to see what you guys think. Go ahead and let me know, comment below. Let me know where you guys grade these guys. So we're going to move on to Daniel Gafford. Now, as you know, Daniel Gafford was moved into the starting lineup. Uh, Western said wanted to make a bigger lineup by playing Gafford at the five and KP at the four, and, and it works. It really has worked. Now, we have struggled of lately overall as a team, but I feel like this, this taller lineup gives us the best chance to win. So looking at Daniel Gafford, looking at his stats, he is averaging around eight points a game. He is scoring 75% in the field. He is becoming very proficient in the paint. He's showing energy. He's trying to drive the lane more. He's trying to uh, – he's not a playmaker, I mean, by any means. But, you know, he is starting to try to evolve his game. Now, I said that, he, you know, he is a mid-range jumper away from being a, a really, really good center in his league because he can uh, defend the paint. He can defend at a high level, but his misgivings are – uh, to a certain degree, confidence, but really foul trouble. He, you know, he has gotten better with it, but he tends to find himself into foul trouble. Who, excuse me, sweating out here. So, uh, rounding out his stats, your average is around five rebounds. So, I'd like to see the rebound maybe climb up to around six, seven a game. And in blocks, he's averaging around a block a game. So, you know, this tall lineup, this uh, twin towers with him and KP, defensively have been anchors in his in his, in his front court. So, where do I rate Gafford? Ah, uh, I'm going to say a B, just like Monte. I feel like his play has evolved this year. You know, the energy, when he when he's motivated, when, he, when the energy shows, he is a very productive player. So I'm going to rate him as a B. You know, I, I, I like where his game is headed. I like the fact that he's trying to drive the lanes, trying to create a little bit more. Um, I believe he is a mid-range shot away from being a really good center. And looking at uh, next season with him going into an extension, I feel a lot better about it, man, considering that he has been playing well. I love his energy. I love his dog. You know, those dunks, man, in the alley-oops and driving lane with power. You know, I love it, man. I love what I see from Gaff. So, uh, so far, I have rated Monte Morrison with a B and Daniel Gafford with a B. So, next, I'm going to slide into the solid three. You know, I know a lot of people say the big three, but it, me and E call it the solid three. But before I move on to how I grade the solid three, Today's episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. If your New Year's goals are to manage your budget better and save money, you need Rocket Money. Say goodbye to last year's outdated, disorganized methods of managing money and say hello to Rocket Money. The better way to hack your finances in 2023. Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill, is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. All in one place. Over 80% of people have subscriptions they forget about, like that streaming service you bought just to watch one show. Or that free trial that you never even use. Yeah, I just got hit up for that with HBO Max. So I already know. Rocket Money will quickly and easily identify your subscriptions for you so you can stop paying for the ones you don't want. Rocket Money makes canceling subscriptions as easy as a click of the button. Simply find a subscription you don't want and press cancel. And Rocket Money will cancel it for you. No more long hold times with customer service or tedious emailing back and forth. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving the average person up to $720 a year. Good God. I'm going to say it again, $720 a year. So 
you know, as far as a personal story here, you know, I, I'm very guilty for your free trials. You know, I always forget, you know, so definitely this is the app that I definitely recommend for you guys. So stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash locked on NBA. That's rocketmoney.com slash rocket or locked on NBA. Rocketmoney.com slash locked on the NBA playoffs are right around the corner and locked on NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama every Monday Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league helping to break down the NBA playoffs mark your calendars to listen to locked on NBA every Monday to be up to date locked on NBA Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. NBA. So, next, I'm going to slide into the solid three of Bradley Bill, Kyle Kuzma, and Christoph Przingis. Excuse me, y'all. So, get into the solid three. Um, I'm going to start with the franchise guy. Bradley, the real deal, Bradley Bill. Now, Bradley Bill, he's dealt with his, his injuries this year. And going into his first year under the Supermax contract, uh, you've had certain things like – I'm, I'm going to stick to on-the-court production. Now, there, there's a few things I'm going to throw. And, and along with on-the-court production, I'm going to go over some issues on the court and a few off the court, but I'm not going to grade him off of any off-the-court issues at all. But looking on the court, he has dealt with his injuries. Now, he is averaging around 23 points a game. But if you look at his highest grossing season where he averaged 31 points – of it was the 2020-2021 season when uh, Russell Westbrook was here. That was his height as far as his highest scoring average. Now, since then, his scoring average has been dipping. But he is shooting on uh, scoring around 23 points a game. And if you and uh, so you got three guys, three guys who can score who are averaging 20 points in, in the solid three. So that is one good thing about the solid three. They are all averaging 20 points plus. Now looking at his three-point percentage, he is shooting 34%. Rebounds around 3.5 rebounds and assists around five. Um, I still believe that Bradley Bill is a scorer in this league. He is a top-tier scorer, in my, in my opinion, in this league. You know, defenses are planning against him. He does take a lot of attention from defenses. They're going to take that from Bill. Um, I'm a fan. You know, I'm a, I'm a long-time Wizards fan. And I do, you know, John Wall's my favorite player. You know, I was a Gilbert Arenas fan, but I am a big fan of Bradley Bill. Now, with him being the guy, with him going into a Supermax contract and being that guy, you know, there's certain expectations. Um, if you add bad body language, that, that has that has been an issue with Bradley Bill, especially in um, games where we're behind, games we're getting blown out. He, you know, bad body language, which I guess on the outside looking in shows people he don't care, you know, it's, it's whatever. But leadership is an issue that he does have. Now, as his production, his production has dipped, but averaging around 23 points a game, it's solid. It's solid for this team because, like I said, when you have three guys who can score, you know, scoring averages are going to go down. Now, leadership is, is a knock on Bradley Bill. And injuries. You know, injuries were his, was his issue early in his career. Now, he got better with injuries, but he's been very injury-prone this year. He's dealing with a nagging hamstring injury. And by no means are hamstring injuries easy injuries. They can linger, and they can continue to be issues. So it's uh, right now there's no timetable when he comes back. But I, you know, I'm I'm not gonna say we don't need him because we definitely need another score on a starting unit. So where do I grade Bradley Bill? I'm gonna give him a C, 
And the reason for that is not his his production as a player. Now, he is not, a you know, shooting around 34% from three-point. He's slightly below average, NBA average, which is around 35%. Um, that's not the knock. I You know, I, I know he's becoming more of a mid-range shooter, like, you know, kind of in the mode of a DeMar DeRozan, and that's fine because he shoots him at a high percentage. But I think the biggest issue with him as a player on the court production is leadership. And I think being that max guy, I'm looking for more leadership. Um, I want him to kind of cut down on the bad body language, you know, you know, I, I get it that the NBA is different. You know, a lot of guys are, you know, a lot of guys are friends and I get that, man, but keep that type of stuff after the game. You know, I don't want to see you giggling with the opponents, you know, the opposing teams. And, and that's my really not, my only knock bad body language. And I need for him to step up, be a leader. You know, yes, his production has gone down, but I still think he is a good score in this league that is much needed on this team. So I give him a C. So let's slide into the unicorn. Chris Stop Brzezins. Now, he is averaging around 22 points a game. He is shooting around 34%, just like Bradley Bill, around three-point uh, percentage, three or four percent. But he's averaging around nine rebounds and one and a half blocks. So he, now, I'll say this, he does struggle against bigger centers in his league, but overall, he does well defending the paint. Now, he can become a little too reliant on his jump shot and not playing with his back to the basket as much as he should. And I get it, when you're going against the Bam Adebayos, the, the Joy Embiid's, the Jared Allen's these guys who are big guys, you know, it's you know, you gotta kind of push yourself out to shoot jump jump shots and three-point shots. So I get that. But I, I overall I'm very impressed with what I see from Chris Abazingas because one, he's 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 healthy. You know, he, when he's healthy, this is this shows how good of a player he is. In my opinion, he he's playing at an all-star level. He really, he really is. I mean, 22 points average. Um, so where do where do I grade KP, aka aka the unicorn? I'm gonna give him a B plus. I feel like um with him being a little too quick on the trigger with a jump shot is the only reason I'm giving him an A. You know, because him healthy, he is playing at a high level. Now, there's been games where he struggled. He's still, you know, there's been many games where he scored 20 points, but he will, he will suffer from efficiency. And I get that. And that comes with being too reliant on a jump shot. But overall, I do like what I see from KP overall to see. So I'm going to give him a B plus. And so finally, to round out the starting unit, um, we're going to – Clutch Kuz, Kyle Kuzma. Now, he's a lone guy left over from the L.A. Lakers trade that sent Russell Westbrook to the West Coast. As you know, we traded Trez and we traded uh, KCP. So, Kuzma, let me start by saying this, man. You know, he um, he's a totally different player than he was with the Lakers. He has grown into a complete player who can be a playmaker, who can score at a high level, who can utilize his size. Now, can his efficiency take a hit sometimes? Yes. Sometimes, you know, it takes a lot of shots for him to get those points. You know, it's just sometimes he can be guilty for sliding into ISO, trying to play hero ball. But the aggression, and I, and I had somebody comment that asked me, he said, is it aggression or is it selfishness? It may be a combination of both, but I do feel like that Kyle Kuzma utilizes his size, especially with driving the lane. He has been very clutch going to last season. You know, he's making these clutch shots. You know, he is, he's, he's, you know, look at his, uh, his stats. He's averaging 21 and a half points again. And 34 must be the number because all three of the solid three are averaging right now, 34% from behind the arc rebounds. He is averaging seven and a half. So he's averaging more rebounds than Gafford and assists around four. So he has grown to a complete player. Now I, I get it. It's been a lot of, you know, back and forth, you know, you're either pro or, you know, you're not a fan of coups. And I, and I get both sides, but I like him as a player. Now, 
touching into his contract a little bit. Now, there was a tweet that was put out by his mother that says um, he likes Washington. He likes the Wizards. You know, he likes what's going on here, that the, the glare of the lights of maybe L.A. or a lot of these fashion capitals or media hubs, you know, it's been a much needed break for him to get away from that. But then, you know, and then if you look at those reports that the Washington Wizards, per sources, the Washington Wizards said that they fully intend on re-signing him. You know, they, they're going to do whatever it takes to re-sign him. Now, looking at that, I like Kuz. I would not mind him here long term. But do you can you flip him for assets right now? Absolutely. You know, and I it, it's it, this is a situation I don't want to find myself that Tommy Shepard's in because does does uh, Kyle Kuzma really push you to the point where you could be a top echelon, top tier Eastern Conference team? Right now, that remains to be seen. Maybe a point guard being added, maybe another move being added could shore that up. You know, the deadline's definitely going to show us where we're at. But overall, Kuzma, I mean, I like what I see. I give him an A. And I think that, yes, he can, sh- you know, efficiency is, is a hit on him sometimes. Yes, he can shoot a lot of low percentage, low IQ shots, but his aggressiveness and he is shown to be very clutch. I think those are the factors that push him past B plus into A. So before we move on, um, where do I grade the starting unit so far? And, and like I said, this, this starting unit to me is the best starting unit that West Unsealed has put out. Where do I grade them? I'm going to give him a B-plus overall. I think this is the lineup that works. Now, with DeLon Wright kind of ramping up, coming back from injury, would I mind seeing him take over the starting point guard role from Monte Morris? I think that would be a good move because of DeLon Wright's defense and his ability to shoot from the three-point arc. But this current lineup with Monte Morris at point, Bill, Kuzma, KP, and Gafford, I'm going to give them a B-minus. I think this is a good lineup. They have their their shortcomings, but as a unit, this is a very very good lineup. So I'm gonna give them a B plus. So, be, um, so yeah, I've like I said, I, I'm very impressed with what I've seen from the starting unit. Now going forward, it, you know, obviously it's gonna get trickier, but I like what I see from these guys. So, uh, moving on, uh, before we get into the preview for the New York Knicks game, tonight's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional amateur league out there. From pro football to college bowl season to basketball and the World Cup, we got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can even find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Here's the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game... The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Starts. So, definitely let me know how you got, what you guys think of the, uh, of, where I graded these guys. Um, I'm going to reiterate real quick, and I'm going to move on to the preview. Now, overall, I gave the starting lineup a B plus, but Monte Moore's got a B. Bradley Bill got a C minus. Kuzma got a B plus, or really an A, my bad. Przingis got a B plus, and Gaffrey got a B. So overall, very impressed with the starting lineup. Now, we're going to slide into the preview. 
Now, Wednesday night, tomorrow night, rather, we play in New York City at Madison Square Garden, a.k.a. Mecca, against the New York Knicks at 7.30. Now, looking at the preview, we're going to look at the starting lineup real quick and my three keys to victory and my prediction, and we're going to go ahead and roll out tonight. Again, appreciate everybody, man, and um, appreciate everybody tuning in. We definitely appreciate the love from you guys, man. It can be hard sometimes to be a Wizards fan, but it's worth it, man, because we got to love this team. So looking at the Knicks, uh, not much is going to change except for there's a little bit of uncertainty at the two guard for the Knicks. But Jalen Brunson, you know, starting at point guard, Jalen Brunson has shown that he can score at a high level. He's 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 really grown into a really good starting point guard for the Knicks. Um, so he will be the starter at point guard. Now at the two guard, uh, it has not been solidified who's going to start, whether it's going to be Emmanuel quickly or Quentin Grimes. But I would if if I was going to bet on it, I would say it quickly would be at the two guard. Uh, R.J. Barrett, another shooter, man. R.J. Barrett can definitely shoot the lights out uh, at the three. At power forward would be Julius Randle. He has been playing at a high level. And at center, Mitchell Robinson. So definitely it's uh, a matchup to watch would be Mitchell Robinson and how KP and Gafford plays against Mitchell Robinson. But this is the you know this is the same lineup we just faced at home against the Knicks where they beat us slightly. Um, they're a good team. I mean, they, they are, they're starting to play better ball. Um, they're definitely we're definitely in somewhat of the same area. Now they're playing improved basketball where we're kind of sliding in, and I believe we're the sixth worst team in um the NBA right now. So we're kind of sliding in the standings. We're we're going in two different directions right now. But I mean New York's a really good young team. So what are my keys to victory? Number one, rebounding, limiting second chances. Stop giving a team more chances to score in possession, in possessions. Stop possessions, you know, rebound, let's get the ball out. Was you know that that would you know that is a big issue for this team, man. You know, uh, the boxing out has been a problem, rebounding, um, defensive rebounding has been a problem, and giving the other team second chance, uh, second chances. So we got to limit that. That would be one key to beating them. Um, uh, especially when you're looking at Randall and Robinson, they both can rebound at a high level. We have to win the battle of rebounds. Um, two communication on the offense and defensive end, especially the defensive end. Lord have mercy. You know, really communicate in transition. Pick up your assignments. No more, you know, they a lot of teams mismatch against us. Monte Moore should not be guarding Mitchell Robinson. You feel me? I mean, that's you know, we gotta we gotta shore that up. We gotta communicate. And that comes with leadership. Somebody's gotta take leadership. Somebody's got to, you know, even if you gotta go back to high school, man, the rec ball, point out who you're guarding, man. You know, communicate, really figure out the assignments on the defensive end. You know, the offensive end, being on the same page. You know, there's been times where we saw a lack of communication that led to turnovers. You know, turnovers are starting to become an issue for this team. So communication would be my second key. All right, my third key to victory for the New York Knicks. Having two or more touches per possession. No more one possession, two possession, hot potato, launching the ball at the shot clock. Fluent ball movement. Move the ball around. Run plays. You know, I want to see more plays from West. You know, let the let the offense flow through Kuzma. Let's run some plays. You know, none of this. One guy gets the ball, he dribbles for fifteen seconds, and then hopitates it away. Not nah. team basketball. You know, more touches. The more touches, fluent passes. You know, that I believe would help us win this game. Um, I believe this is a winnable game, y'all. I mean, it really is a winnable game. Now, I do have us losing. Um, we've had our issues on the road. And Madison Square Garden has a whole other animal when it comes to playing on the road. Like I said, they that is called Mecca for a reason, you know. So, my prediction is 109, 105. Knicks win this. It's going to come down to 
fourth quarter run by the Knicks. You know, we we've been guilty for two things, man. It's starting slow and trying to catch up, or starting fast and letting the foot off the gas and letting teams catch up and go on runs. You know, we are to win this game, which I believe is a winnable game, even though I predicted as a loss. You know, those three keys, I believe we should be good to go. So uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. Definitely appreciate everybody, man. Definitely appreciate everybody tuning in. Um, like I said, I'm rolling solo tonight, man. So definitely show your love for E. And um, let's try to get this dub. Again, um, tomorrow night, 7.30, Madison Square Garden. The Wizards play in New York City against the New York Knicks. Let's try to get this dub. Let's try to get in the win column. So thank you for making Lockdown Wizards your first listen today. Now make your second listen game to game, NBA. Every moment, every top performance, every result. Locked On Game to Game covers every game from across the NBA with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked On NBA. Available on RC app, YouTube, wherever you get podcasts. Now on YouTube, we are close to 3,000 subscribers. So definitely like, subscribe, comment below, hit the notification button, and definitely let us know how we're doing, man. Um, me and my dude, the real Ed Oliver, we are on Twitter and Instagram. So definitely, definitely follow us. We 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 chop it up on game days and off days too, especially with uh the trade downline coming up, we are definitely going to be talking about trades, potential trades. It's my favorite time of the year. I'm an armchair GM, so I definitely love the offseason and the personnel part of the NBA, too. So definitely check us out. And wherever you get your podcast, definitely a five-star review will be much appreciated. But again, thank you for tuning in, and I hope everybody has a blessed week. And peace. Take care. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.